Hey there, it's your GM, Bowen North, and I've got a little bit of an update. I've purchased some extra music to help out in that department, so keep your ears peeled for a sudden boost in musical... music. I'm also trying something new with the episode format. So much happens in them that a more episodic feel might be better than trying to cut down each session to an hour or so. This will make it easier for me and more coherent for you. Anyway, I've talked long enough. Now, without further interruption... In today's episode, our heroes must find the Valley of the Giants. This is the Zero Plane. Elgar, you're getting a hail from Blackrock Uthrain. Do you answer it? Um, yes. You instantly see a stout dwarf sitting on the screen in front of you, and he says, Attention, the star scratch. This is the Skywalker Kensa Uthrain. If you're here to trade, might I suggest our very own Blackrock Mountain Uthrain? Or if you need some medical attention, gears or supplies. Now then, what's your business on glorious Falan? No need to tell me if you don't wish it, but I must tell you our competitors, Kulethki and Thunderham, are engaged in a resource war. So, Blackrock Mountain Uthrain suggests you keep clear of the conflict. Very well, um... Can I roll a sense motive on, on that little tail? That'll be a nine. You believe every word. Okay. Well, I, I'm just giving a vigorous thumbs up to Elgar then. Won't beat around the bush. We are looking for Jeff Izzard. You know that guy? We've got all sorts of people here that can probably help you, but before we let you in, I have to know where where you are from. Oh, God. Um, how far back you want? There's some blank spots. What planet did you just come from? Oh, that one's easy. We just came from Pantquake. Ah, Skillet Station from Panquake, right? Yeah, right, Gusty? Yeah, that, that is the name of the station uh, outside of Panquake. I think we got some receipts if you need proof of that. Can you send me some of the documents saying that you're from Skillet Station? I'm going to mute the comm real quick and um, point out uh, Elgar, I'm not sure if this is important, but technically I think we're coming planet side. He might be talking specifically about the skillet station. I'm not sure we got documentation for that place in particular. Oh, who does he think we are? Uh, well, traitor. Well, actually, this might be a point to ask the, the GM because I don't remember exactly because we came from planet side. Skillet Station right. is okay. is in um is in orbit. We haven't been there, right? You have not been there okay. at all. Okay, so when we show him documentation, it's going to show him something beside what he thinks. Correct. It's going to show that you came from the planet's surface. I don't see why that would be a problem, but you know, maybe worth clarifying. 
Yeah, does he, I wonder, sorry, this is an aside. Does he think like our, our starship is like something from Skillet Station? Like, like we don't know where the starship's been before it was in that trash heap, right? No, he just read the starship's um, ID pretty much. I forgot the actual term. Uh, and right now you don't know what significance it is. He seems nonplussed at the starship's name. I guess we just go ahead and see what happens, eh? Just in the spirit of full honesty. Ah, wait, did you say full honesty or full honesty? Because we're on full on. (laughs) (laughs) That's an appropriate time for that joke. That was a rich one. Okay. Gonna write that in this book I'm keeping now. Yeah, yeah, captains log that. Okay, um, uh, I'm gonna unmute us, guys. You ready? All right, let's do it. Boop. Uh, here are our papers, Mr. Um, did I catch your name? It is Kenza Uthrain. Mr. Uthrain. Here you go. Bloop. I just sent him over. And he's reading, he starts reading it. It's like, okay, it seems like, wait, you're from the surface of Panquake? Oh. Poor souls, Triune Protectors. You have my fear and sympathies. Please allow me to transfer you to our queen. Please, this is protocol. And he hits a button. And now you see a sturdy and effeminate dwarf with long blonde hair holding a staff and shield, as if they had the magical power of symbolism. One other clue that these items might be magical is every now and then lightning cracks all around him. And she says, I'm Queen Dean Sauthrain. I understand that you're from the literal surface of that small moon known as Panquake. That small, ridiculous ball of chaos and death next to the gas giant by the name of Batur. Well, there's no call for name, Colin, but yeah, that's more or less right. We need to find Jeff Izzard. I can't be more direct and plain and detailed about it. I know of Jeff Izzard, though I don't know where he might be. You may have better luck elsewhere. Away from my planet. Nope. We gotta be here. We're pretty darn sure he's on your planet. So if you don't mind, we won't cause a mess. We won't hurt anybody. Maybe they can't really promise that, but we will try not to hurt people. And we just want to find Jeff Izzard. If we help you find Jeff Izzard, you will owe us a favor. Because it seems... Your desires are time-sensitive. I'd like to point out that we didn't ask you for a favor. We're just asking to land on the planet. If you land on the planet without my permission, I will send absolutely everything I have at you until you are nothing more than red paste on the floor. Well, what kind of red paste? Jelly. Could be worse. Ah. Is the planet, like, mapped at all, like, can I pull up a thing on it that'll give us, like, this is the Asian continent. This is the Valley of Giants type of thing. Uh, yes, and that's already pulled up. Um, you've got the mountains, the vehicular mountains tearing across the continents. The continents are actually so, like, traveled by the massive mountains that there's really no defining feature all the the people and cities and civilizations are mobile, so they just see the the land masses as um, 
traversable like the roads now there are other like there's a few forests that are also pulled up so all of like the known places okay so are already up on your screen so we don't know where the valley of giants is is what you're saying no you don't hmm. this giant the kagog thing that's also sort of like part of the landscape too right yes that is across the entire planet it's almost hugging the planet that is an extraterrestrial giant that has been there since anyone can remember mm. and it's slowly eating the planet gotcha but like imperceptibly slow okay elgar you mind if i take a sort of a social gamble here in this conversation uh yeah if you need any support let me know all right if i can help you we'll we'll see how this goes i'm not really sure how violent these people actually are but uh but I, i'm i'm sorry i have already forgotten your name queen uh magic staff lady just call me D. D, that'll be easy to forget. So, uh, listen, I'm to understand that there are two other factions on this planet that are in current competition. This is correct. So there's two factions, seems to me there's more, and you seem to be the third in this factor. Well, there are four. Two of which are already at war with one another, and we haven't heard from the other in quite some time. So I'm to understand this isn't really your planet. Far as I can tell, we could find another place to land. Landing here is not you doing us a favor. I didn't say it was my planet. I said I would kill you if you landed. Without my permission. Oh, well, that does change the scope of it. You're not much for making friends, are you? When there are valuable resources to be had, one does not need friends. One needs workers. Now, I did hear you say the Valley of the Giants. We know where that is. Look, I, I just, I'm sorry, I'm getting the impression that you need a weird job done that you maybe aren't willing to ask someone else of. <clears throat> just kind of coming on strong with it. I'll tell you, I'm willing to make the deal. You tell us where the Valley of the Giants is and we'll, uh, we'll do a weird job for you. Let's maybe approach this in a friendly business manner, and let's say you tell us where the Valley of the Giants is, and you pay us for whatever weird thing you're going to ask us to do. Yes, there is something that we need done, and yes, we know where the Valley of Giants is. So the best thing I can say is, we'll give you the location if you promise to do this particular thing for us. Are you willing to accept without knowledge of what that thing is? <sighs> is the thing mm. lethal? Sadly, I can't answer that. Will there be mimes involved? Uh, what kind of mimes? Hmm, well, that's already off on the wrong foot again. Any kind, usually. Hmm, I don't think so. I'm gonna mute the comm, look at Elgar, say, ah, I don't know that we're gonna get any, uh, much of anywhere without agreeing to do this. I'm for it if you are. Ghoul, what are you thinking? Do you have any, any feelings on this? Ghoul had no idea. Let's go along with the other guys. <laughs> Gusty, I just want to get to this Jeff Izzard guy. If you think this will lead us to him, we just need assurance on that. Well, I, I guess she, she said she doesn't know about Jeff Izzard specifically. She said Valley of Giants, and that's the lead we got. I think we just got to hope things are matching up the way they oughta. Yeah. 
Okay, let's do it. <sighs> All right, I unmute the com. Okay, Queen C staff, uh, lady. We'll do your weird thing if you just point us in the right direction. Here's what I need of you, and I need this to happen first. Find out why Crystal Rock Dunderust has not responded to our messages. Uh, he's not responding to messages. Have you tried other forms of communication? I mean, have you sent a personal messenger over there yet? Uthrain blood is far more valuable than Dunderest blood. Why would I send anyone there that might not come back? Oh, okay, I'm... And then you come flying over here, and so I've got to take advantage of the situation. Yeah, I'm starting to get a lay of the land here. Uh, okay, so these unvaluable Dunderasts, what's, what's their, um, general disposition? Similar to us, but possibly, I'd say, more murderous, more backstabby. Sorry, can I sense motive on that? Is she just being super racist? <laughs> it's 15. Sense racism. <laughs> so she is she is a dwarf and they are also dwarves. Oh, this is a planet of dwarves. Sorry, classist, I guess is what I meant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can I roll a prejudice roll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're pretty sure that they're just like her. She's just painting them in a more villainous okay. way. With your roll of 15. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we can. Hmm. We can go check out. Crystal Rock. Which I'm beginning to suspect. <laughs> might have a double meaning. Hmm. Hmm. Sure. Oh, sorry. You want us to go there, see why it's not responding, come back to you and tell you why? Yes. We need to know what happened there and why they're not answering. Okay. It could be as simple as some sort of technological malfunction. It's happened in the past. We're interested because the exchange was to our benefit. Okay, what was the nature of the exchange, if you don't mind my asking? I do mind you asking, and you shan't find out. Yeah, I thought you might mind. Yes, this must happen now. Mm, hold, well, hold on. You need to give us a, a morsel of information about how to find what we're looking for. If this must be done now and it's time-sensitive, we need a little bit of information, too. Well, we can mark... The Valley of the Giants on your map. Hmm, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. And she sends you a little stream of information. And in the Western Hemisphere, a little icon pops up. And it's the Valley of the Giants. Oh, damn, that's right on their continent. Because it's a good thing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Ooh. She was holding the high hand in that conversation. Yes, she was. Now, mine is not time-sensitive, but it does need to be done before you land on this planet. Hmm. Yeah, that seems fair enough to me. I mean, not entirely, but enough. Unless there's something that you have to do that's time-sensitive. Otherwise, why would you bring it up? Everything we do is a little bit time-sensitive. Yeah, this, this talk about time is making me uncomfortable. 
Gusty, we just gotta get to Jeff. We can't waste any time with this racist dwarf mountain. <laughs> My mountain is not racist, thank you. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mute the comms on that one. <laughs> Whoops, ah, shoot. Yeah. Do you have matters that are more pressing? Wait, mute the comms. And you just see her mouth just moving like crazy. You don't know if she's insulting you or not. We interrupt this episode to bring you fun facts about Falan. The Kogog has always been an interesting topic of conversation amongst the dwarven nobles and royalty here on Falan. The near planet-sized grub-like arachnid hugs half of the planet as it feeds on the planet's core. This process leads to a valuable residue that builds up along the impossible beast's body. This residue is then mined by the dwarven families and refined in their mountains to make technological and magical weapons as well as equipment. At least that's what's rumored to happen. The dwarves of Falan welcome anyone with money to spend. But their friendliness is only used in public, and whether or not they have a grudge against you. Now, back to the show. Gusty, we don't know what the heck this thing's getting us into. We just gotta get to the Valley of Giants. Can we cloak ourselves and just zip past them? Well, we don't have a cloak. Hey, there's a chance that I could... Uh, sorry, uh, just to make sure, I am muting the comms. Yes, it is muted. <laughs> she cannot uh, hear you. There, there's a chance I could fly past whatever they try to shoot us down with, but not knowing what they got, really. It's, uh, it's a hell of a gamble. I'm just getting real, real anxious right now. I, we just gotta get there, man. Well, listen, I'll, uh, I'll go by your word. I will say she just wants us to look see why he's not responding to comms. Now, based on the way things have gone with us, we'll probably fly over there and he'll just have his head half eaten by zombies. We can just fly right back here, let her know, and then land in the Valley of Giants. Let's say it, may, it takes maybe half a day. Should be out of here in no time. Half a day's too... Who knows what could happen in half a day? Well, by our experience, everything. <laughs> what about this? What if we? What if we just do a flyby? Or tell them we're just going to do a flyby to make sure they're telling the truth, and then we do their their mission. But really, we land real quick and run out of the van. Scar scratch machine. What, land real quick on uh, on the Crystal Mountain or in the Valley of Giants? In the Valley of the Giants. Hmm. Or maybe you just like drop me out of it and go run go run their errand while I'm in the Valley of the Giants. Eh? Oh, you uh. You want to split the party, huh? I don't trust these Black Rock Uthrain folks, and we got to get to Jeff Izzard. But mostly, we just got to get to Jeff Izzard. We got to get to Jeff Izzard. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Um, Based on the map, Bowen, how quickly could we do like a fast flyby over Crystal Mountain? So to get anywhere takes 1d4 hours from anywhere on the planet to anywhere else on the planet. Okay. So it's up to the roll. Huh. All right. Can I do a scan of, uh, what is it, Blackrock Uthrain to see what kind of like 
how sophisticated their sensors are, how I'm guessing their weapons are. Uh, yeah, roll a uh, computer's check. It's a 33. Damn. They have the most advanced dwarven-crafted weapons and defenses you have ever experienced with your your brain. Like, they are not just modern, they are advanced. Okay, well, I'll uh, relay that to Elgar. Say again, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll head straight to the Valley of Giants if you really think that's the best way to go. But I'm telling you, I don't know that I'm up to snuff to get past whatever they're going to throw at us. Maybe I can talk her into just letting us do the flyby. Oh, I, I think they'd be fine with us flying over it. I think it's just if we land, they'd have a problem. I say we just do what we want, but we say yes. <laughs> and deal with the consequences <laughs> later, right? <laughs> All right. I think they'll see past our ruse pretty quickly, but we certainly can make a good old try of it. <laughs> Can't be any worse than what we flew through to get here. Jeez Louise, man, you you dodged a giant tentacle monster that came out of the void. Yeah, yeah I guess I did. Ghoul, you feeling any, uh, any particular uh, self-preservation feelings about this? Are you good with just... Going A to B and taking that risk. Uh, I'm good with this ladder. He would explain to his friends. Because we got to get to Jeff Izzard, right? There's always going to school notes that there's always going to be some fucking mountain or spirit that's going to come in and drop their testicles on the scales of things. <laughs> but. <laughs> You just gotta keep pressing on. So, it's whether true. it's a mad it's jester or a talking mountain or whatever, blast <laughs> through those mountain testicles. Damn, cool. <laughs> that was some sage advice. I'm with you. Let's live in the moment, guys. Let's go to the Valley of the Giants. Okay, setting coordinates for Valley of the Giants. So she's still on mute and she's still looking at you guys. Oh, uh, oh, right. Did, did you want to try another go at her? Oh, actually, hold on. I haven't unmuted it yet. I'm going to have another go, see if I can be diplomatic about it. But if all else fails, wait until I say my secret signal, and then you're going to just, like, put the pedal to the metal and, and fly straight for the Valley of the Giants. You got that? I got it. Got my foot over the pedal now. What should my signal be? It'll be my... my Secret word. Uh, we had a word before, I don't recall. It'd say, uh, say gravy. Gravy. Yeah, okay, we got this, guys. You ready? Ghoul salutes. I get ready. All right, we hit unmute. And that's how I became queen. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a tale of amazing proportions. Bravo. That was well told. Thank you. Now, are you going to get on to my task? Yeah, we're, we're getting there, Misty. I had a I had a moment of pause, and just to, just to be sure you're not just slinging us some false coordinates, we'd like to do a flyby of the Valley of the Giants before we do your task. You could have given us any old coordinates. We just want to make visual confirmation that there is indeed a valley that pertains to giants. That's because. The word of a new thrain must be fact. Otherwise, how can we say anything and be trusted? 
Why on earth are you looking for someone named Jeff Izzard in this particular Valley of the Giants? Um, he is, uh, he's rumored to have a really good recipe for gravy. Oh, okay. Gusty, yep, punch okay. it! <laughs> gravy! <laughs> I punch it. <laughs> oh, God. Go! Go, Gusty, go! <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm guessing that's going to be a piloting on my part, Bowen. Yep. Okay. That is a natural 34 fucking natural 20. 20. <laughs> With that natural 20, you see Queen Deensa roll her eyes and nod off screen to or nod to someone off screen and two rail bolts fly by your ship. You evade them completely. Okay. As you speed on your way to the Valley of Giants. That's the that will take approximately two hours. First obstacle down and one enemy made. Let's uh, let's Oof. see what rolls up. <laughs> All right, so you make it to the Valley of Giants after bamboozling Blackrock Uthrain. Yeah, I, I guess we could call that a bamboozle. Yeah, solid bamboozle. Good job, guys. You natural <laughs> 20 <laughs> bastard. It was, it was more like throwing a rock at a wall and saying, look over there, and then running the other way. <laughs> Just on epic proportions. What do you guys do? And you're pretty sure that Black Rock Uthrain would have sent other crafts y- yeah. to you. For first thing I do when we get to the areas, check the immediate radar or whatever I've got. To... Like, you have a good head start on whatever they may have sent. You're not sure. Um, but yeah, you're just looking around for somewhere to land and or hide. Y- yeah, well, I, I'm checking for pursuit first, see if I can gauge how close they are and how many. Uh, roll of computers. 34 on a natural 20 again. God damn, you natural 20 <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Holy cow. So, are you hacking or something? Who, who did you sell I, your soul to? <laughs> if I knew how. There are 20 ships, 10 fighters, 5 battleships, and 5 of something you can't quite classify, but it's big. And they're an hour behind you with your excellent flying. Hmm. Okay. Well, oh. in that case, we're looking for a place to hide. The ship. Um, can I do just a perception check on the landscape to see what what makes it the Valley of the Giants, I guess? I was going to say you could roll a one, and you'd know, but you rolled a one. <laughs> oh, man, guys, this window's pretty foggy. I can't tell anything. <laughs> Fogged up the window. Dang it. Uh, turn on the wipers. You think it has something to do with being a valley of giants? Mm. Do we see any giants? If you just look out the window, you can see giant deer, giant birds, giant snakes, giant wildlife, honestly. However, the trees are normal size. All of the animals are giant. I... (laughs) This isn't the right time to ask this question, but... Elgar, I'm not really an ecological expert. But something seems um, disproportionate in terms of wildlife and food resource. Yeah, I can't say much about 
This star system we've been in makes any lick of sense. <laughs> That's fair. That, that was a silly thing to ponder. But I would like to, to investigate these wildlife a little bit more. Okay, just to see what, things... what, if anything, to avoid. With all of your researching, it's already been 10 minutes, and the ships are 50 minutes from you now. Yeah, we, we got to find a place to to set down. Gotcha. I would I would like to scan to see what types of animals there are. That will take another five minutes. Y- yeah, I, 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 we, we got to set down first. I, I'd so like... you can either look for a safe place to land and or hide, or you can keep scanning the interesting area. Which do you choose? But here's what I'm thinking. If there's like a giant bison, what if we like crash landed in its fur and like hid on a living creature that they wouldn't want to like go near? Are the animals that big? The animals are not that big. Okay. Okay. I do like that idea. You could land on a bison, but it would, you'd be like, for comparison, it would look like a really large saddle on the back of a bison, Mm. your ship. Okay. So they're, they are huge. They are colossal, but you also have a starship. Right. And your starship still, is not that small. It would still be conspicuous is what you're saying. Nothing is as large as the Kogog, which is half the planet. So it'd be like a saddle on a bison. That's good. That's good size and scale reference. Uh, so I'd like to try and find a spot that, that looks like a, I don't know, a dead zone like is there some place where there's a lot of rock outcropping or yeah magnetic activity that that we could like hide behind mm. so there are some some places but one place in particular and uh roll me a computer's check using the scanners on the ship will be a uh, 30 there's an interesting place and it's got a lot of openings but the trees are a bit bigger than normal and you notice that there's a lot of heat coming from this area okay does it look like visually i we'd be able to land and be fairly inconspicuous yes there's a few spots but the other thing you notice is like kind of like a vapor this is coming out of the ground almost like what comes out of a factory i'm thinking we don't have time to work out exactly what that is this is uh yeah that that took 10 minutes so now they are 40 minutes away the first thing i see feel like we should go for it i uh, yeah aim down for the vapors and now the fleet is 30 minutes away don't think I have anything to help hide the ship. Nope, but make a perception check. I don't like the sound of that. Oh, that's a natural one for me. Even though you have a natural one, you still feel the ground shake slightly every now and then. Uh, Elgar, you see a big shaggy dog walking towards the ship. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, boy. Hey, uh... Then the dog sniffs your ship and then lies down on your ship to take a nap. <laughs> oh, thank God. Oh. That saves me a lot of time. Literally, the first thing I thought is that I was going to try to put it to sleep over our ship. <laughs> <laughs> the dog did not even 
see you. <laughs> okay, well, that works out. Oh, I must like the warm engines. Yeah, the dog is happily asleep on your starship now, as it is a nice, warm, and cozy thing. Oh, hey, Gusty. Take a picture of that real quick. We gotta make some some propaganda for the man out of this. Oh, God, it wags its tail. Everyone roll a reflex. Ah. Ah. Fifteen. Twenty-seven. Okay, everyone passed. A massive gust of wind hits you all, and instead of going flying, you dig your heels in, and you stay upright. Wow, so we just took a hit from the thing? The <laughs> air from oh. the dog's tail. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I gotta be careful about getting this thing excited. That was just the air. Whoa. Hey, guys, yeah. let's let's get out of this puppy's wag zone. So your ship is, sh- is safe, but you also notice that there's actual vents. And further up, there's a road and a bridge and another vent. Well, I guess the path is laid out for us. Real quick, I'm going to take a few steps back and get a good uh, landscape picture of the dog lying on our spaceship because that is going to be my computer background from now on. Oh, gosh, you guys. Uh, I can feel it. We're getting close to Jeff Izzard. Aren't you guys excited? You also feel the ground starting to shake a little bit more, and a massive deer just walks on by, past the sleeping dog, and further on towards the mountains. Yeah, let's let's get moving before something decides it uh, wants to stomp on us. Yeah, yeah, let's get going. 